Hello, ladies, or shall I say, lady and gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> let me start that over. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to Cybercast. <laughs> All right, everybody, I'm Clay. I'm Ty. I'm Tosh. And I'm a little bit under the weather. So you may hear me sniffle or sneeze, but I'll keep it away from the mic. And I'm also Dick Daly. Hello everyone. So today, um, <clears throat> we were going to have a discussion about the new Sony hotness. But this episode today will not go that route, which means that I didn't chicken out. <laughs> we're going to talk about this amazing, uh, and I, I hope this is going to continue to be an amazing uh, podcast. It's probably going to be 10 episodes long or deep or short. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> All right. And uh, this is Brioni Gordon's uh, Mad World podcast. I know that, uh, Tosh, you listened to it, right? That episode? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Ty and Dick, you guys listened to that episode? I didn't get to finish it. Okay. Yeah, I've listened to it. Okay. And so th- th- this episode was uh, her her inaugural uh, uh, episode, which is a massive get. I mean, uh, <laughs> Mark Maron... You know, your get with the president. Uh, yeah, but that, that was like hundreds of episodes in. And this is her first episode. Yeah, this is the first episode. Uh, and, but, but, uh, and especially the topic that they talked about. And of course, I haven't even mentioned the topic yet because uh, that's, that's, that's how nervous I am about even going into the subject, right? But the topic that they talked about was, 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 was a huge one. I mean, the, having the president on, yeah, we'll take you, uh, Barack, <laughs> if you want to come on and come talk to us about whatever. You could talk to us about whatever you want. We're here. But this topic was uh, her, inaugural, her inaugural topic, which Mad World is about sort of mental issues and mental health, right? That's, that's sort of what her beat is. Um, she had her own struggles with, with, with all of this. Uh, the, the, and, I'm, and I'm talking about Brioni uh, or Brioni. How do you say that? How do you, is, am I saying it right Bryony, now? I think. Bryony? Bryony Gordon, because he's English, right? So Bryony Gordon. Um, and she had Prince Harry on. Her first episode. Shit, Harry Potter? <laughs> Prince, <laughs> Prince Harry. Prince Harry. The Prince. The only Prince. Uh, oh, that guy, yeah. That Prince, yeah. Uh, he's like, what, six in line to the throne, I guess? Nah. <laughs> he's not, he's like six in line. He's huh? third, right? Is he third in line? Are you sure? I mean, his brother is is next in line, isn't he? I think he just disqualified himself, though. That's sad, actually. But you know how in, you, you can be president if you like, have a, um, anything... Well, no. the thing about it is that he he he. This is a, a lineage thing, so it's not like it's not like he can get impeached as a, as a prince. Can you? I think so. No, yeah. I didn't. I didn't say that. But it, let's say that they don't think you're suited for it, and they skip you, right? Yeah, but I I think that I think. Okay, so let's let's just descri- let's just go into what this episode was about. First of all, <laughs> this is about about Prince Harry, the son, the second son of of Princess Diana, uh, the 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 princess that we have lost. Uh, 20 years ago, right? This year. Isn't it 20 years? Right? 20 years ago this year. Uh, um, I don't know the exact time. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was, sounds about right. Around 20 years indeed. Right. So so he went on to talk about, about his struggle or his coping with depression and sort of mental mental issues. I really enjoyed the episode actually. And, and I would love for her to come on our show maybe and talk to us about this stuff because... Really? I Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I liked the way she conducted herself and conducted the interview it was it was it was almost like i f- like i was actually sitting in the room 
enjoying a cup of tea with them. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Did you, did you guys not feel the sort of, I don't know, intimacy? It felt very candid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very open and like, it re- really felt like a conversation, not an interview. Right, yeah. exactly. And and that's a lot, and that's a lot, saying a lot about a, an interview with a monarch. Exactly. Yeah. I knew right. once you dropped the, S, uh, the S-bomb, then it would be, it would be all right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was actually kind of surprised about that. Um, oh, I wasn't. <laughs> no? No, if you know why, a little why bit not? about him. If you know a little bit about him, he's a bit rough around the edges. Yeah, 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 right. But the thing is that, do you think that he would be rough around the edges like being interviewed? Or does he does did he say, well, this is only a podcast, so who's going to listen to this anyways? I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. I don't right? think that's what he's thinking. No, no, no I don't, don't think so either. <laughs> he, just, no, okay. gen- he just genuinely doesn't give a, a shit. <laughs> <laughs> It just caught it caught me a bit off guard. I, I and the, the I mean it, it actually it actually sort of made him more human to me, of course, because it's like he's not just a, a, a painting, right? To to you know some ancient thing that we you know over here in this free living country, loving country, you know, it, it's a it's a a real thing, and he's a real human, and he has real feelings. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and, and consider as well, even though he you know. He, he's one of the most privileged individuals in the world, but still chose to to go for you know not not the most easy path you know the military right you know right. he served in Iraq and uh, for sure he didn't have to right yeah True. especially if you're third in he's line he's very privileged yeah like yeah and he knows he is and that's what that's what's so beautiful about it white white privilege is nothing over on, on on royalty privilege exactly right and he's got them right. both yeah yeah and he's handsome. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah there, there's that as well i'd, I'd do him <laughs> if he let me <laughs> gosh this this just got uh, a little bit hot in here but um <laughs> so uh what was i saying just now i said i'd do him and then i don't know what <laughs> what after that okay yeah you were basically talking about like he, he chose a path you know and it's not the most obvious path for a monarch to take Right, and he he's a person who's privileged enough to say, yeah, I, I don't want to do that," and he doesn't have to do it. Don't don't want to do anything for that matter. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, yeah. He's he, not just sitting in his high castle and looking down upon the the ants below and saying, "Eh, you know, I don't understand you because you're you're just a mere ant. I understand you. I am at your level." I've, I've, you know, like remember during the episode, he described how he went to go and listen to the stories of people you sit there and you listen and of course then finally you realize that wow i'm i'm, I'm taking all of this in what do i do with it right it's sort of like because we all have our own baggage and our own hurt and our own pains right i guess it's a good segue into uh what's your what's your baggage and hurt clay <laughs> <laughs> are we still talking about the episode no no we could we could go we could uh, transition away uh but just uh, i want our listeners to go and listen to that episode it's episode one of mad world um prince harry so do do listen to it. I, I think that you will enjoy it. Uh, I'll put in a, a, a link in the show note. And and congratulations, Bryony, for uh, what a get. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we all. I mean, humans are incredibly good at being able to cope with with things by distracting themselves or burying the pain, right? Um, men, men even more. Men especially. Yeah, I yeah I. Uh, being a man, uh, <laughs> I I think we are very good at hiding and 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 burying the hurt and the pain. I don't, I don't necessarily. I won't say we're good at it. I say no? we're, we 
we always try to but i don't think people that's why that's where the problems come from is because people want to hide it but it always develops into something that's a bigger issue when it when it could have been smaller right no i kind of think like think of it like this way women are more able to talk about it and maybe less stigmatized than it is around men yeah I, I can agree that men men feel like it's not macho um, when it's not even about that, you know? Is that like a worldwide men thing? Like, do you think men all over the world are like this? Or is it like uh, westernized men? Or what do you think? I mean, because, you know, because we only know... I, I don't know for sure, but yeah. I think in some well, places... Well, of course, maybe in some other matriarchal societies, it could be different. But mm-hmm. I think in most patriarchal societies, or at least which have their origins or starting points in patriarch patriarchy then i i guess it's 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 always a sort of a taboo for a man to be sensitive to be vulnerable to yeah. you know open up about his emotion i know for sure in our household i mean so uh, you know i i i know and i think dick might agree that our father was not a very open and emotional being and i think he f- I mean, I, I I was more sensitive than Dick, right, Dick? I mean, I still am probably more sensitive than you. I I, I would actually challenge that, but I I don't know. You would challenge that? How how and why? I, I'm not sure if you're more sensitive than I am. Because hmm, really, but that's actually uh maybe I'll go maybe I'll get into that. So you think we're both sensitive equally, <laughs> or you think you're just more sensitive than me in general? No, I I actually um I actually think I used to be very very sensitive, and I actually remember when I put on this insensitivity mask when I had to do it. It was like in the fifth grade. I remember that because I remember one time we were watching uh, a Little Mermaid in <laughs> in class mm-hmm. and I started crying. <laughs> mm. And then we were watching another movie one time and I, I but I used to let my, my emotions just go. And, and I also used to be very, um, I guess, emotional about a lot of different things. But I remember... The next time I watched a movie in class, and then when something sad was about to happen, I made a joke about it. And mm. I said, that is what I do in those situations now to prevent myself from losing. And that's what I did from then on. Uh-huh. It made me not uh, cry. And sure, people were like, oh, my God, this guy's a, a, an insensitive dick. But <laughs> and that became my, that became my thing in uh-huh. a lot of things. So, so what I'm finding out right now, and I mean, I've known Dick for for all of his life <laughs> um and i just realized that we are exactly the same then except i don't hide it or cover it up with anything i just i'm just that but I, I don't see you dude. crying openly about things are you kidding me no i don't i i don't see you like you know, <laughs> we've watched movies and i haven't seen you crying in a movie wow i cry at movies all the time Kish always looks at me exactly when she knows i'm going to have a tear in my eye and she comes over and she said I knew you had a tear in your eye, and it's like, what do you want me to do? I'm a, I am a, I am. This is my, this is my fault. I, I'm saying I have a fault, and the fault is that I'm extremely open and extremely sensitive. I am. I have mm-hmm. been always, and I, I became more so when I went to go see a therapist when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And well, which which age are we talking now? Thirteen years old. You know, because like before the the thirteen year mark, I was an angry kid. Yeah, and exactly that question I wanted to ask you is like, yeah. Uh, because I remember you talking about you, you like when you were younger, you would t- you would say like you was angry and like <clears throat> you know and like it was a real contrast to the person I know, you know, the kind, sin type of person, you know, and 
is that the moment where it shifted for you? Yeah. Um, you know, like when I went to, you know, uh, you know being young, being, uh, being, my father was, um, was not an easy person to live with. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and so, um, I was always angry and, and I think I was becoming him in a way because he's an angry person. Right. And, um, I, I was, I was depressed and angry because I felt like I could not be my, my true self with him or because, you know, so I had to hide myself and, and, and all of that made me an angry person and just, I don't know, sort of vicious and violent. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, of course, being a brilliant woman that she is, saw that and asked if I wanted to go talk to someone. Right. And I said, you yes. said yes. Or she I made said you? yes oh, right away. Was that? That's cool. Yeah. And I went to this therapist, and of course, this therapist sits there and listens to you, and, and you're just spilling your beans. And uh, I went home, and I told my mom, I said, this person just sat there and said nothing. <laughs> and I went back to another session. And after the third session, I said to the person, uh, thank you very much. I don't need this anymore. And it was really lovely being able to sort of let everything out, because I left there lighter every time. The, by the third session, I felt like I was walking, like I was walking on clouds, Right. I felt so light. I felt, I felt the, all the weight and just... Question. Yeah. Did you tell her in the third session, I don't need this anymore because she didn't say anything at all? Or you really felt that was all you needed to get out? Yeah. So at first, at first, I honestly thought that this was a waste of my time because I, this person didn't say anything. He was a guy, right? He didn't say anything. He said nothing at all? He basically every now and then would interject, but just let me talk, right? But at and the end... At the end, every now and then they would interject with something, but mainly it was almost like it was, it was like self help, and it was like I needed that I needed that nudge to sort of, uh, to sort of it was like a it was almost like, uh, he was the key to to me being able to find the answer within myself, Hmm. right? And it's like all this time, uh, uh, all this burying of the anger and the hurt, just sort of opened up and let me release, and it wasn't until afterwards. That I realized that I needed that. And yeah, okay, I stopped the sessions myself, right? I told my mom I don't need it anymore. I told him I don't need it anymore. And, it, and, and all of those, the, the ability to, to open myself up and, and seeing that someone was sitting there and just listening and every now and then interjecting and, and you know, giving their, their, their thoughts on what I was saying. I realized that me just talking and just being able to express myself was far more important than just keeping it all bottled in. And it was almost like it was almost like uh, it was was like a tutorial, um, and I was actually in the tutorial. And I was like, okay, I know what to do from here. And the answer was that I just need to talk instead of just like holding it in. Just talk, but because talking gets you everywhere, holding it in gets you just nowhere but a wall that you put up for yourself. Uh, yeah, I I agree. But like, so after you said, I I'm gonna stop. The person didn't give you any type of advice or anything like um so they yeah they basically said you know that uh, that you you especially from the first ep- from the first day episode almost episode from the first day to the third day you seem to be more open and more able to share and to express yourself and just keep doing that mm. and that's what the, that's what he told me you know like what you just described is a very unique perspective in a way to deal with this you mm-hmm. know because there are a lot of people who maybe got offered help or are thinking about uh getting help but 
you know, they have to deal with like all the stigmas around it. And plus, like, do you actually want to talk to this person about whatever is going on with you? Right. Because not right. everybody is just going to go to this therapist, sit down and say everything he wants to say like you did. Right. Right. And th that is a very unique perspective for me, you know, to hear you talk about it. And like, you know, that's also a way it, it could go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think one thing I, f I know for sure um, is that that you. So if you see someone struggling like a friend of yours, mm -hmm. I, I, be there. Right. And listen to them and, and tell them I'm here. Like spill your beans. I'm here for you. But don't uh, don't also forget to ask them to perhaps go and seek someone who's more qualified. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes someone just needs to hear that. Like my mom saying to me, do you want to go talk to someone? I mean, like instantly the answer was yes. Mm. And I didn't even know I wanted to go talk to someone, but I, I I felt something wasn't right. Like I was just angry. Yeah. You know, I was kind of in like uh, the same kind of situation. Well, sort of the same situation. I don't know. Like around, I think, 14 years, maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Around that age, right? I was, I was a little bit aggressive. You know, could it be puberty? I don't know. <laughs> But I was, you know, you guys know me. I'm not that aggressive type of person, but I, I had an aggressive stint, right? Mm -hmm. And oh, and th thank the Lord I didn't uh, hurt anybody. I didn't uh, hurt my Got mom, one. you know, but I did throw a couple of things around, right? Uh -huh. So at one point she was like, you know, it might be a good idea for you to, like, talk to somebody if you said it to somebody that's angry oh my gosh <laughs> i think i'd be angrier <laughs> and i was conflicted with that because like on the one hand i was like i'm not gonna talk to anybody like why but on the other hand i you know i i, I could see like where she was coming from like okay i'm angry and i'm doing things and okay let me do this for her and I, like you know, so I did that. So, did so you, you did it. Yeah. So you did it. I did it. Oh, okay. Because I, I didn't want to come to a point there where I would be like hurt my mom. You know? Right. And thankfully, it never came to that. You know. Well, I think it's that uh, you, I mean, emotionally, of course, she was hurt. Yeah, sure, but like you know, I was physically angry too. You know, oh, okay. In terms of those things, you know, because you know, a lot of times, a lot of times, the physical hurts less than the emotional. Mm. And and that's why I, you know that's why it's if self even even self emotional hurt hurt hurts yeah, more yeah, than. Yeah. But I was more like right? you know uh, screaming. Now I want rebelling. You know, more like rebelling yeah, yeah. and screaming and stuff like that, and throwing stuff around. Right. And not well, to my knowledge, that is, you know, like mentally saying like, oh, you're this and you're that. No, no, no. I'm not that type of person. No, 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 yeah. no. But I'm not saying that your no, your no. words, but your actions and your 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 hurting yeah, no. hurt you. I mean, your mom probably hurts because it's or was hurting because she's like, well, I don't know what to do. My son is suffering, and that's why she reaches out and says, "Hey, could you would you would you like to go talk to someone?" And of course, you accepted that help. Yeah, and that of course helps to help helps her hurt as well because it's like, well, I'm so happy that he's willing to at least explore that avenue mm. of expression to you know a, a mental help or a, a therapist or something like that yeah you know and for me i didn't really 
get anything out of it. I probably did a couple of things, but like... Eh. Well, the thing is that, okay, are you different now? And do you think your path would have been different if you hadn't gone to see the therapist? Mm, to be I, quite I think honest, yes. I don't think... I think subconsciously it helped for me to go to the guy, but like consciously. Well, I, I look, you say you're not throwing, you, do you still throw things? No. Well, then I think uh, yeah, perhaps it is. Because you said you, you're, cl- it, because you went to that, things did change and, uh, you know, you didn't end up hurting your mom or anything like that. So I, I think it, it did do something. If you thought that it was possible before for you to hurt your mom, but it didn't because of this, then I think it, it did help. Yeah, in that regard, it did help. But like, no, well, that's that's the most important thing is that you, that yeah. basically it helps to it helps to sort of it helps to sort of um, no, but ha- ha- you know the thing is, you know, for me, you know, and to this day I still feel it, feel it, you know, in that point in time is that there was like this hesitation to go like. It was a conflicting uh, to go, you know, like the therapist. Yeah, like it didn't because really click. What? It didn't really mesh, you know. And I, okay. I think that that is a very important uh, thing if you s- seek help. You know that you are talking to somebody with where you can find a common ground and it clicks. You know. Yeah, I I do I do agree with you. So what what you're pretty much saying is when you go to the therapist. You as the patient also need to be willing to go for the full um, treatment, right? Like it, it takes some participation on your part. It's like when you yeah. go for the, like when I went for my full physical, and he, <laughs> he did the full physical, right? I didn't say doctor, I'll do everything but that. I said, you know what, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you do your thing, and and you opening up, it's like, like me bending over. <laughs> <laughs> and, and letting up. him do and letting him do what he had to do. <laughs> that's that's what you opening up is. You have to just do that, Dick. I feel like you're re- reliving that uh, episode again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it relates one. because it's it's a it's a medical professional service, and it is your participation. I could easily say, oh, oh, no, doctor, you can't do that because I don't want to figure out what's wrong with me. If something is wrong with me, uh-huh. you have to, as a patient, be willing to. Open up so they can probe <laughs> and go deeper and find out if there's anything that needs to be addressed. But but my my experience though, it's not so much submitting to it. Well, that that's the first step, but the second step mm-hmm. is really putting in the work yourself. Yeah, yeah. And probably that's why for you, Clay, even though that that individual didn't really say much, it was still enough for you to be able to do the work of opening up to a person who you maybe felt wasn't judging you. And that's probably the key in a lot of cases that because, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't go talk to somebody who's close to you, but somebody who, who's has that bit of distance and um, doesn't, you know, doesn't have any personal stake in what you're saying. Right. right? And I think that's the sort of liberating thing about, uh, well, seeing a person. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But agree. also, you know, in, in certain instances, you know, like, if you're actually talking about depression and stuff like that, like it doesn't matter how much you love your family and how much your family really wants to be there for you, they can't help you with like really diving deep and really figuring it out. So, so they can't help you to a certain extent, but in some regards, you do need that professional help. 
you know. Right. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, that's what Clay was saying. Like you could tell, talk to somebody, but eventually, either that friend or if your friend comes to you, you can refer them to a professional, or you know, if you can recognize it in yourself, mm. to go to a professional. So I'm, hold on, I'm getting from you three that all of y'all have been to somebody. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Uh, Whoa! I've been you know I I haven't yet I haven't and I think I should. So Dick, you had an opportunity though because mom offered it to you as well, right? She was kind of insisting before I went off to college. Uh, But the thing is, I didn't know where she. I thought it was a concern she had because you know I act like something is wrong with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I thought she really thought something was wrong with me. I didn't. I didn't know that she offered it to you too, and that you went. So to me, I kind of got offended. I was like. Like, you know, I just act like this, right? I mean, there's really nothing wrong with me. So, I think if you would have told me, Clay, maybe mm. I would have gone. I, yeah, I, I don't know why I didn't. I, I'm not so sure why I didn't. I I honestly thought everyone knew I was going. Because I thought uh, she was thinking, uh, I think something's wrong with you. Uh, so, um, I think you should do this. And I, I kind of got offended. And I was like, I was like, mm, what? No. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Um. Mm. Dig. But you you gotta remember though, I sometimes purposely do things to make people question um if something is wrong with me. Like when you have your writing assignments in school or drawing assignments and you know when they always had to call mom and talk to yeah, them about the stuff I write about? <laughs> yes. It's because I I'm trying to I want to watch that unfold. Like I, to me, that's entertainment, right? And that's <laughs> hence, what I, hence the the Santa Claus with the uh, with the Uzi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah was it yeah stuff stuff like that. it was just a handgun actually <laughs> but um you know that they, they always used to say yeah he writes well but like the content you know it's like what's what's going on and to me it was just me trying to figure out what was the most provoking thing I, mm-hmm. and not the most provoking I, I didn't get vile but you know just kind of pushing the boundaries a little bit and i did it, i think i did it for entertainment now maybe that's a, a sign of another problem who knows <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you f- feel I've that always, it's a problem for you no i don't i, I think it's creativity but mm-hmm. maybe it is maybe it is there's something well, that's if, if, as but from can you see of like parent it can be upsetting right <laughs> yeah Mm. Yeah, unsettling. Did you, were you saying something, Ty? Yeah, I, I was about to say like, can you see like uh, the fact that like um, the outside perspective could be like maybe something is up. Maybe you should talk to somebody. Can, can you get that? Yeah, and that's I, that's kind of the the point of why I was behaving the way I was. I wanted people to to, to wonder what's up with this guy. I still do it to my mom sometimes. And, uh, yeah, what's the end goal? But then, but then, but then, I, I, the follow-up question is, what's what's the reason behind that? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Maybe I feel bored being normal, you know. And I'm like, eh. can I ask? Can I ask this question? Uh-huh. What What is normal? Who is normal? I I, I don't don't know. Because because you know, I I think I'm very abnormal as well. Uh, but I don't know what normal is actually. Yeah, I I, I sometimes even feel like I make certain decisions uh-huh. that will become the more interesting story, right? Like uh-huh. when there's two decisions to make, I can be like, I can leave this place doing nothing or I can make it more interesting, mm-hmm. you know? I can go to Korea and come back or I can come go to Korea and come back with a wife. <laughs> you know, which one's more interesting? <laughs> Sounds like a fiction story. <laughs> Uh, and and also and, and I, you know what actually I think it's good that we brought this up I am gonna go talk to somebody I think it's long overdue but I always <laughs> in the back of my mind been a little scared 
that if I don't like, do I? I've I've been this character so long where I say outrageous stuff, right? That mm-hmm. it 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 kind of just becomes some of the things that I say, and I'm scared like I might say something weird, and then they're like, okay, uh, we're gonna have to hold you here for a couple of days <laughs> for the evaluation, and I'm like, nah, I want to go home, and they're like, no, no, you're not going home. We need to. This is your home. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, I I don't know. Hmm. I'm a little I'm a little scared. But but Dick, I I might be wrong here, right? But you're saying like um, I act a certain way, but that's just for pretend, right? Right. But you know you know when you pretend something for a while, yeah, it, it kind of like you kind of like take on the the but character. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And 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 in general, in a general sense, I mean. Does really matter if you're pretending or not? You know, right. behavior is behavior. Yes. Yeah, <clears throat> but you know, Dick, like uh, me and you are kind of similar in that I say things that throw people off as well. Uh, but but I think your life sort of shows it. I I just say it. You actually do it. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're 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 like you. Clay, you're like here's a controversial statement, uh-huh. and and Dick is like here's controversy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here's what the statement would look like in real life. In real yeah. life, yeah. See that other daily, he only says it. I actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So and uh, Tosh, uh, how old were you when uh, when you went to go talk to someone? Mm, wasn't that long ago, actually. Oh. Like I was twenty three. Maybe mm-hmm. and yeah, for me it was also long overdue. Like mm-hmm. I wish I, I I'd gone, you know, around the same message that you guys went. Mm-hmm. Just had a lot of uh, you know stuff to reconcile with that way. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's that's mostly what I did there. You know, was, was looking back. So you got it all out. Uh, yeah. What which one were we going to ask? Did you address it all? Well, no. You're never going oh. to address it all. But at least I came away with some tools. You know, just some ways of of uh, putting things in perspective. Uh, um, no, say, yeah. Also, talking about stuff that that that's a that was an important thing. Really talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so this is like uh, did it you help? know one of those surveys. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Did it help for you? Did Did you do it on your own? Like, uh, did you make your own on your own conscious decision? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, okay. I did. Was it there a kind of a moment that like? triggered it or uh yeah there was mm. I'll, i'll leave it at that but there was. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that's totally yeah, yeah. fine no but that's that's yeah. important that's an important thing to realize sometimes that that we, we we have moments where something comes up and a lot of people will just sort of self-medicate or just say doctor gave me something but if you can get to a point where you can say to yourself self i would like to go and have this you know uh worked out by 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 you know, talking about it, I think that's a good thing. And I think I think we humans, we especially in this society, we should try. If if you're gonna do medication, it's fine, but try the combination of medication and the therapy, right? Because yeah. honestly, like the the talking is the part I think that helps you sort of deal and move on. Yeah, right? I, I agree. Um, I mean, I, and for me, that goes with any sort of uh, disorder or, or condition, you know, whether it's, mm-hmm. uh, attention deficit disorder or anxiety or, you know, whatever medication is, is one part of the puzzle, but the other part, you know, is some sort of a, a plan or, a, or, a, 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 a process or, a um, method, a method of, 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 you know, going about your life. Right. And I think, you know, what is very important is to be very honest to yourself and like, uh, trying to be, open 
Because yes. what I've noticed for myself, I'm a very close person, right? Mm-hmm. When, like, a couple of years ago, I went down a very, very dark spiral. Really. How long? Just, like, really, two years ago, literally? Or, I mean, like, uh, several years? I think now it's in uh, 2013, so I think four years ago. Okay. Yeah, uh, being in a hospital in one year for three times, you know? And, like... Really going down to a spiral and go down a path where you basically become numb, mm-hmm. you know, and being at a point like you basically start to think, mm, maybe I should do crazy stuff. Mm. Uh, and that is. A, and you talked about that to your therapist? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I, I eventually, you know, like that, like that being in such a point and there have been people, there are people in this world, who, you know, who go even deeper. Right. And. Right. And some people do actually do the crazy stuff, you know, but, you know, that that is a dangerous point because you kind of get reclusive, you know, you know, you turn away from the real world and like being your own world and basically don't want to have contact with anybody. Right. Right. And that is a point where, you know, I think a lot of people struggle. And how do you, you know, say don't say, you know. Because for me, I made a choice like, you know, if I go this, down this route, I might actually do something. So I need help. Right. And I eventually right. got the help and I went into intensive group therapy. You know. Okay. Oh, group therapy. I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad you recognized it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is very good that, that you did recognize it. And you're still doing group therapy or no? No, no, no. It was for like okay. four months. Four, four days a week. Okay. Like, and that was the hardest time of my life, but also the best time of my life. Can I can I just say something? Mm. <laughs> when I'm thinking of group therapy. I'm thinking of Fight Club. Was it like that at all? Or no? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, the, the thing I can say about group therapy, though, is like uh, you are put in a group with random people who, you know, at first sight, you probably would not hang with those people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But and then And then by the end, you just want to marry one of them. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> this is uh-huh. <laughs> actually, I, I think he's talking about n- not the actual fighting in Fight Club. I mean, it's like the actual group therapy. Say, remember he used to go to? Yeah. All it of was, it. It wasn't like that. Mm, yeah, you sit in a circle. Yeah, sit in a circle. Yeah, okay. and you had to hug someone. Mm, you had to hug the hug sessions or no? No, no. You could refuse a hug if you want, ah, which is I powerful too. You know, to say like no. All right. Well, I'm I'm giving you a hug right now. Are you refusing it? No, I'm accepting it. Okay, thank you. All right, sorry. Go ahead, continue. No, and like, yeah, that, but then that is also a hard thing. Like you know, like all all of us, we've seen it. But there are also people who they can't see light at the end of the tunnel. You know? mm-hmm. And the thing is, I, I'm not done, and I probably never will be done. And I probably haven't addressed all of the stuff. You know, I probably need to go even deeper. You know, right. but I also think for myself that I've stashed away stuff so far away I don't even consciously know what it is. Hmm. I do think it. I know what it's. About wait, still of. you mean still to this day you mean yeah like oh then I I I I I would say that I would either go back to therapy or f- sort of do some sort of I don't know deep meditative processes where I could because uh, so uh, I I don't know if when 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 things are buried there is about there's bound to be a storm that's going to unearth it yeah but the thing is 
How do you tackle something if you don't know what to tackle? You, but that's my, that's why you go talk to someone. Yeah. Right? Because the thing about it is that so like you have the ability and tools to do something in life. We all do. Mm. But the ability to unearth it is not your ability. So therefore you go to someone who has the specialty to help you unearth it. Because it's bound to be unearthed. And when it happens at moments when you have crises and then the unearthing happens at the same time, that's a storm that perhaps you're not capable of being able to weather. Mm, yeah, and probably I don't, probably subconsciously I don't want to get into it, right? Yeah, I know, man. Listen, I, I believe me, I know. We all have things we don't want to have to deal with. But sometimes those things Bear, they, they basically rear their ugly heads and want you to confront and face it. And then you're like, I can't do this. There are people who do things that, that they, they choose paths that, that leave people in their wake wondering why, they, why and where they are and why they couldn't go for help. Because people don't deal with the things that are buried. And then they do things to help bury it even deeper. And the deeper it is when it comes up, the the, the bigger the consequences, right? Mm, yeah, but sometimes uh, you cannot find a road. Like, what what do you do if you're like two, three years old and cope with two, stuff? Two, three years old? Yeah. And, and stuff, and that that's the stuff that's been buried from two, three years old? Yeah. Right. But the thing well, about that, is that, like, I think I'm, I'm not going to go too deep on this, but no, like, no, I'm not, the I'm reason not like that. why I got to live with you guys I don't know if you mm -hmm. know it. I'll I'll tell you if you don't know about it. You know I'll tell you off air. But that that had a had a huge you know, reason to do with being the person who I am today. Mm, okay. Did we scar you or help you? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we were pretty horrible kids. Die. Well, <laughs> uh, that, that's the thing. Also, you know, like remember, I always tell you guys, like I don't remember anything, like. Like mm. small pieces, yeah. And I also think like that is Very kind good. of like a part of me, like coping with, like just don't remember it, and it's dangerous. If you don't know about it, it can't hurt you, right? Basically. Right. So, so you actually have bad memories from it if you thought about it. Is that what you're saying? Could be. Yeah. Mm. We ruined this guy, man. <laughs> oh gosh, Dick. We, 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 the Daily Boys are the worst, aren't we? <laughs> no, but what I was gonna say, um, Ty. If you think that there might be stuff there that's buried, then more than likely it is. And that means you, because I think sometimes what it is when people say there might be stuff buried, I don't know about. That means there's stuff that they're so uncomfortable thinking about that they, they are, they don't know for sure if it's there. But that's why if you go talk to somebody and you, with the goal of figuring out if there is something there, like make that mm. the goal of the sessions. Right. Maybe they can help you unearth yeah. what might be there. Or like, are you not interested in finding out what's buried? No, you don't want to find out. The thing is, uh, my life—I got way too many stuff going around that I can't focus on everything, right? Because that might be going on, but there's also other stuff that's going on that probably need more attention right now to be able to function in life than that. Would you know? okay? Well, I'm here for you. So, you know, my door is always open. The thing about me, like, so I'm probably going to go talk to somebody and I'll probably come back and, and update you all on everything, even if I discover something. And when I thought about that, it made me realize that I usually don't keep secrets. Um, like something happens to me, no matter how effed up it is, I'll say it. I'll, maybe I'll say it in a joke, but I don't keep it inside. 
I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it. And, and, and usually every secret I have has been told to somebody or everybody. And people might be like, that was just a joke. But I got it off my chest. And maybe that's why I don't carry a bunch of things with me. But I think I'm pretty open. Yeah. I've learned to be open, hmm. though. And it's good to be open. Yeah, it is good. I had to learn. You sound more open. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I I would say so. Like, before, you know, like, years ago, like, a conversation like this, I might be able to do it with, like, with you guys, but definitely not on a podcast. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. I might say, yeah, I I know the concept of it, I've done it, and that's about it. Let's Mm. continue on talking about, like, music or something or whatever the <laughs> samsung s8 s8 plus right <laughs> but i had to learn uh-huh. it and you know being open it seems hard but it's such a relief right yeah and yeah it's a it's, threshold that you have to cross right yeah exactly right. and also the thing is and i've learned this in group therapy is that being open about your shit sorry no, leave your, this your leave stuff? this one in, right? I'm sorry about it, but like so being open about your shit, <laughs> people, you know, hear that and you get this common ground because you you hear their stories and you hear talk about your story and it's like, wait, there's some common ground. I'm not the only one who's dealing with this bleep, right? And they gonna bleep it? <laughs> self self bleep. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Because because the first first bleep and the second bleep, you know, they were important. Yeah. You know, they they needed to be said. But like, but but that's a very important point, uh, Ty. That that other people are going through things, and uh, that that's a good point. Like we 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 are not alone. Yes. I think that's the point of that podcast is that they're trying to have the conversation more openly, so people realize it's you know you're not just holding this in yourself right so the more people talk about it and the more the more common it becomes the more people realize oh we all are pretty effed up yeah and i think i think it's a good thing that they chose for like uh prince harry because like prince harry is this monarch is this untouchable thing it's a concept it's like something beautiful every time you look at it it shines like and he, he can't be depressed he can't deal with bad stuff right yeah but he's really he, you think that no but like th- that is a general concept that people try to instill right but the thing is at the end of the day he's a human being of red blood not blue blood right <laughs> uh, yeah that's a good one i don't, I don't know I, you know, I, I don't know. I, if you cut him open he's the same inside as all of us Right? No, right. but you know the people that inbreed, they have different. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that came way out of left field, though. But but the, the, if we can go back to that podcast one more time, um, yeah. like what what Ty's saying is true. You don't really consider somebody like that as a person who can have real feelings or have real struggles or can be dealing with with you know the. the darker darker sides of life and then you then you all of a sudden realize hey yeah i mean he lost his mom like so many years ago mm-hmm. how how would i have dealt with it if that were the case you know? yeah mm-hmm. so i think I, th- I think i think that that's the, the real merit of, of at least this first episode i don't know how the show is going to continue but to at least put uh put such a human face on on 
on this issue. Yeah. yeah and, I, and the thing is, you know, a lot of people are dealing with it with, you know, so, some people have like a light version of it. Some people have like really dark stuff going on, you know. And the thing right. is, th- that's the huge problem with, you know, mental health and like depression and stuff. If somebody breaks on their arm, you can see, oh, your arm is broken. Ah, I get it. You know, you're in pain. Okay. You know, take it easy. You you break your leg. Okay. Take it easy. Oh, you're feeling blue today. It's so what? But like, the thing is, okay, sometimes people just feel blue. There's nothing going on. But sometimes people feel blue because there's something specific going on, you know. And the yeah. thing is, you can't physically see it. So then it. It's not supposed to be there in air quotes. Yeah, but then unfortunately we have people like you lose people like Robin Williams or whatever, right? I mean, that's that's sad. Yeah. And that's okay. actually the point I wanted to make yeah. when you said when you look at Prince or Harry mm-hmm. that you would the fact that he talks about uh, my point I actually want to make is I think and the higher the level of celebrity you have, I think the more stuff you deal with. I think they are the most troubled people, even the ones where you hear nothing about them. I mm-hmm. bet you they have their issues. They have more resources to be able to get help, I think. And not all of them do, but I think most celebrities have more problems than regular people. Mm. Yeah, I mean, say what you will about Kanye West, but it, it's not at all surprising that somebody like him would be dealing with, you know, yes. strange thoughts, strange moods, strange ideas. He might cut off his ear one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could very well be. He didn't ever make the comparison between himself and Van Gogh, right? Van Gogh? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard him make it. (laughs) The thing also is, you know, like, uh, every person is different, right? The one person, you know, if you have two people, the one person on the left might be able to deal with more stuff than the person on the right. Mm -hmm. That's just a fact of life. Who are we to judge, like, Grow up, grow up here. No, <laughs> right, right. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, I think the main message for that show and for our show, I think, is definitely try to seek help. And I would say, and being that I am a crazy exercising person now, uh, medication is not something that we should look down on. We should definitely expand beyond medicine to go and talk to someone, but exercise. I think it's just as important or more important, I think, than the medicine. Um, so anyone who is out there, and yes, I'm talking to you. Dick. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, uh, speaking to someone, exercise, and then if those avenues do not work, add medicine to the mix, but don't let go of the other two. Hey, I agree with the exercise. Yes. You know why? Because I've been exercising less and... Um yeah, you just kind of like it, it's 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 clinically proven to be good for you, not right. only physically, but yeah, you know, like mentally, right? It, it, right. It clears things up. So yeah, I I can. Uh, but yeah, when I like, it's, it's like it compounds itself. Like let's say I go a whole week without doing any exercise. Mm-hmm. Not only is that not good for you because you you feel you're not getting that release it's supposed to get you, and then you feel bad that you went a whole week without. And then you're like, oh my god, I went a yeah, whole week. Yeah, it's compounded, week right? <laughs> without going to the gym. Oh my god. And I don't know, now I try not to do everything at at the gym. Like, I actually have a routine that I can easily do in my house. Yep, same here. Um, 
and and when I and actually I think when you I think I got it from from you when you said you know you used to do your rings you close your rings and then when you don't get to do it you at least do thirty minutes in the house yep. and I was like yeah you know I guess I could just find something easily to do in the house yep. and I found a YouTube video of a guy he all he does is a hundred squats a day wow. air squats. Mm-hmm. To get like his legs and his abs and all that stuff, he gets that workout from doing a hundred squats. And I was like, man, that's a lot of squats. Yeah, it is. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll work up to it. But at the end of the video, it's like, go to a hundred. He's like, you can do it. Because at first, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna be able to do a hundred because that's <laughs> a lot at once. I'll probably break it down. And actually, his words towards the end were like, it kind of helped push me through that. I did him maybe kind of slow the first time, but now I can do him faster. Mm. But and you now do go to a hundred now. Yeah, but I, I've I've done it where I do a hundred. Air squats, a hundred push-ups, and a hundred ab. So it might be might be forty leg raises, and then maybe thirty crunches, and then I do some side leg yeah. raises. It all adds up to a hundred. Okay, and uh, you, yeah. it and it gets done pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. It's not doesn't take that long. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, Ty, any uh, final words <clears throat> about the episode or about the topic for today? Uh, it was a very interesting topic to talk about. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to talk about this topic and. Yeah. I think it's, you know, the stigmas that are around there about, you know, mental health and depression and stuff like that, you know. Us talking about it, you know, we kind of helped set a step forward in, towards thinking like, you know, this is a serious issue and we should be able to talk about it openly, you know. And I, I applaud us all for being open about, you know, our personal stuff. And, you know, anybody who's listening right now, you know, you know, talk to somebody, you know, just try to be open. And the thing is, it's hard to be open, but it can bring you so much light, you know, and, you know, and if you don't want to talk about it, you know, just talk about it broadly, you know, maybe that that kind of starts rolling, you know, gets yourself rolling and, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help you know, ask for a helping hand you know that's important yes. and you know work towards a beautiful life yep. i would say cool. tosh um I, I guess there's one more thing that i want to leave our listeners with um you know people from our generation you know as millennials we um we're never far from somebody who's suffering from some kind of mental uh, illness or you know is going through some sort of rough patch. So, you know, besides um, trying to be mindful of yourself and then trying to look for help, also be mindful of your environment and the people uh, in your environment who might need that little push to um, either seek help or maybe talk talk to somebody or talk to you. Because, um, you know, I've heard, uh, I've learned that a lot, uh, the, the hard way. Uh, and once it's too late, yeah, you, you'll, you'll be thinking, uh, yeah, what could I have done differently? Uh, and yeah, that's not something that you want. All right. Yep. Cool. And Dick? I think uh, I think I'm overdue, guys. So I think I need to go talk to somebody. <clears throat> Maybe you guys can help uh, nudge me. Ask me every time have you been yet? Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna put it off if I put it off this long. Talk about you know over thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're here. So um, yeah, I mean, I, I want to do it just for the first of all the experience. I want to see, and I guess also uncover any things that might be hidden that need to be addressed and see how that goes <clears throat> and i'll probably talk openly about unless it's super traumatic i don't know but i don't i don't think i'm dealing with anything that's really dark i don't think so mm. but so, sometimes it doesn't need to have there doesn't necessarily need to be a problem 
and just right uh, self-examination <clears throat> is always a positive thing i would say yep mm-hmm. well i know there's, there's definitely current things that i can talk to somebody about um you know and but when i'm talking about stuff in the past i i, I don't know if there's anything worth even visiting there but uh, you know we'll see it's worth, it's, it's worth at least going to see if perhaps you need to unearth yeah right. and also right. you know time will reveal if something is blocking you right it happened to me like we were basically talking about something totally unrelated you know and eventually something from the past came up and like we started to work on that you know so the time will tell if you need to go back or time always tells but sometimes it tells in a terrible way yeah yeah True. All right, cool. How did y'all find your uh, therapist? Like, did you find somebody? To, I mean, the more recent ones, like Tosh. Did somebody recommend it? Did you? Where, where, how'd you find them? Your doctor? No, I just, I just, I just did a search. And, uh, looked for, you know, these days people are not really that uh, hesitant to to talk about their experiences with uh, certain practitioners, with certain therapists. So there was a lot out there. To help me find the right person. That's so what you, I was going to do. You yelped so it? <laughs> more or less. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so this uh, I'm, my whole inner shirt is soaking wet. I'm so happy that we had this discussion, though. Uh, yeah, the moral of the story, please do seek help. And if you know me, you can reach out to me. I'm always willing to listen and talk. Mostly listen. I have a good ear. And a good shoulder. Shoulder? Shoulder? How do you shoulder? say Shoulder. Shoulder. <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can cry on my shoulder. I'm, I'm here for you, listeners. Thanks, and you, uh, you know, I have, a, huh? I have a feeling a lot of my issues are going to be relationship issues. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what, actually, no, I should find a therapist I can possibly fall in love with. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I don't know why I was going to say that. I, I knew that was coming. I don't know why. I, 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 wow, Dick. I think I know you too well. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what you, you know that I, I i try to have relationships with anybody i can if it's possible <laughs> let's try it out <laughs> i wonder oh, what that's about though hmm. it's weird um yeah that'll be another six hours guys so i don't think we can go into that topic right now um are we doing the music corner today no let's 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 save that for the okay. next one yeah yeah um yeah, it's so, Ke- I mean it's Kendrick. Come on, I'm not going to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So prepare Ooh, for a yeah, lot of ranting and raving the next. Oh, episode. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. Yeah. So uh, I, as Michael Jackson said, uh, uh, you know, f- for you are not alone. <laughs> I am here for you. <laughs> right, <Okay>. guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wrote a song to Macaulay Culkin. The, oh gosh. Wow, I can't even continue that song now. Isn't isn't uh, isn't uh, what's her name Elvis's daughter? Oh, that's who he wrote it Marie for. Marie, Pre- well, she's in the video, isn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah, mm, yeah. Oh, he was dating her, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was thought, too, I, right? I think he was yeah. really a homosexual that had to just pretend not to be because because society was still very unopened to that. Mm. I, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> And, you know, we humans like to label ourselves, but I think he was probably one of those people who was just... Asexual? Asexual well, or everything. Just very right? confused. Oh, yeah. Very probably confused. just very confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but you know what? I actually have realized something. <laughs> that the, the t- Actually, it's a d- whole different discussion. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? Let me hear this. No, when you said, like, he's one of those people that, that loves everybody, like, I, 
I've realized it's more common for they they say it's like smart smarter open minded or intellectual people try that stuff they try everything and it's no longer like about being a label like oh yeah I'm gonna I'm I'm you guys watch House of Cards right I didn't I didn't yet I watched the oh, first I haven't two no. and a one and a half season then let me not yeah, don't Clay's spoil it. mad at me <laughs> yeah it's I'm not even a spoiler mad. though it's it's about a topic they talk about okay they talk about what monogamy about polygamy or something no not polygamy oh, okay. about sexuality or about about same sex messing around like you know oh, like okay. and I won't even talk about who but okay. you know, in their past in college two men had uh-huh. like a uh, kind of a romantic thing but they they are not homosexuals like they 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 just experimented mm-hmm. and it, it seems like that is like a thing now where yeah. it's like the intellectuals or the the people that are just open minded do it and it might be like <laughs> I did it once yeah put a penis in my mouth <laughs> I felt nothing, so I didn't do it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe he is. <laughs> it kind of, <laughs> one of those sounds like the Bill Clinton remark. Sounds like the what? The Bill Clinton remark, right? Oh, I, oh, oh, okay, okay. What did he say? Like, with smoking weed, he, what did he say? Oh, uh, he didn't inhale? Yeah. He didn't inhale. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, think, I think our society is too set on labels and, I don't know, like humans, we are, we, we're animals, aren't we? Uh, yeah the, the, the labels are confusing like the thing uh, is yeah in one way labels make it easier to understand stuff right yeah but the thing is labels are also an excuse to like put every okay put a label on it and that is it, it no it's not that black and white you know mm. i think i think a lot of I, yeah, I mean i know we we ended the main segment of the show but this is just a rat hole i guess i think that the the sadness, depression, and that the, the um, mental issues that we deal with are because of the rules we put on ourselves. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, okay, well, now you've taken an oath to do this. Like, I mean, I know you know Dick with his with his uh, uh his relationship ways of living. He <laughs> most humans don't know what to do with that because we have said. Oh, here's this book with the rules in it, and the rules say this. And that's why you have somebody like Bill Clinton, who is a, the president of this free world, having to go stand in front of you know this committee saying I did not have sexual relations with this woman because of rules that we've put upon ourselves. If we, it, it, there's, it, there's, I don't know, like, eh, I don't know the topic. I'm not willing to go into right now. I guess because it's. It, <laughs> I just think humans have put rules upon themselves that I ju- that just don't make any sense. Period. I I think we should talk about what we're watching because <laughs> what you're talking about makes me want to talk about what I'm, what I'm watching. Okay, let's go ahead then. What, what are you watching, Dick? Um, on Amazon, the the Playboy uh, Hugh Hefner story. Oh, it's like a series. Uh huh. I've always heard about the only thing I've heard about Hugh Hefner. I'm sorry, I was blowing my nose. Um, in the past is. I've heard him being highlighted as being like an advocate for the civil rights movement right. where when all that stuff was going on, he gave a lot of black people and artists a platform to express themselves. Um, but I never went into like his whole story and he really wanted to change the way Americans looked at sexuality. He felt like in the fifties people were, you know, the things you do is some, is the things you don't want to talk about. 
Mm. You know, it's like everybody has sex. Everybody's here because of sex, but we don't talk about it. We act like it doesn't exist. And he was trying to break down that barrier and saying that sexuality is a part of, of people's lives and is a part of what, because he wanted to create a men's magazine. And he said, men think about sex. Like, they think about women. Why can we not be honest about that? And uh, I actually, uh, I, I like the guy, his his whole philosophy mm-hmm. and what he was trying dude? to do. He's always been my kind of dude, but he he's such a he's a pretty awesome dude. Yeah, he's a pretty awesome guy. Okay, <clears throat> I'd do him. Still, <laughs> hmm? Still at his age, just to you know, get some knowledge. <laughs> wow, that's that's how you get the knowledge, huh? So you you you, you take a seminar then? That's like <laughs> give me some of your greatness. Okay. I wonder if he still works. Uh, oh, if he still works or if it still works. That's what I meant. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> But I'm Sorry. sure he has ways. Uh-huh. You know. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, right. if you uh, y'all should check it out if you have uh, an opportunity. Okay, I'll check it out. Anything else? Uh, I don't think I've been watching anything else. No. Oh, okay, cool. Tosh? The only new thing I've been watching is, uh, well, new, uh, Better Call Saul is back. Oh, new yeah. season. Mm-hmm. So I've been enjoying that. Otherwise, it's been mostly music these days. Mm. April was a crazy month for album. Is a crazy month for album. Is it always? Or no, no, just April oh. specifically. Like, uh, a lot of you know quality releases. Yeah. Who, a lot who's, of time. who's dropped? Well, uh, Ken Kamara, obviously. Uh, right. Joey Badass. Uh, John Mayer. Mm-hmm. That John Mayer, I, I'm I'm really enjoying. Yeah, it's nice, right? Yeah. 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 So uh, very much looking forward to his concert, and uh, so we we can have from now. Oh, oh, you're going? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Pentatonics dropping a new EP. I've been listening to that on repeat, just analyzing the arrangements, you know, mm-hmm. over and over and over. Um, I've discovered that uh, Chance the Rapper uh, has a brother who's mm-hmm. also a rapper <laughs> and a pretty good one at that. So his. Uh, What's the chance of that? <laughs> I know, right? His name is Taylor Bennett. And ah. I believe he's, he's Chance's younger brother. And. Well, he's, he's made an album that is, has a pretty similar feel to Coloring Book, but a little less... Um, Churchy? Yeah, I would say that. Maybe a little bit more mainstream. Still very good production and lyrically is very strong. Um, shares a lot of the same guests uh, on his album. Chance, of course, being one of them. Um, yeah, just if you is like... He, Ch- is he on his brother's... Is he on Chance's album? No. I don't think so. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it really just broke. Oh. Right? I think if he's been sort of um, making music uh, low-key, but now it's really stepping forward. Um, but yeah, a very, very strong debut, I would say. Mm-hmm. And yeah, nice. I mean, of course, Kendrick Lamar, uh, I, I, need, I need some... First off, I need some time to digest it because I've been over the album now maybe four times. Not, not really enough. Not re- not in love? No, it's not enough. Oh, not enough. Oh, okay. I, I need to not in to love some okay. more. Like with Supreme yeah. Butterfly, you know, coincidentally when it came out, I had a little more time on my hands, so right. I-, I managed to listen to that album maybe you know ten or more times that same week. Right? <laughs> yeah. I need to. This album needs some more room to breathe for me. Okay, but but if you had to just off of what you've done so far with it, what would you? Where would you put it with the to pimp a butterfly? Um, it's ah uh, man. In what sense? In what sense? Like so, you you would enjoy this one more. It this one is more telling. Like it, it the story is better in, unfolding. Well, for I you. mean, it's a, to to pimp a butterfly. If, if, you know, in my mind, is is probably going to be one of my favorite albums of all time. 
really. Okay, I, okay. I can I can say that. Mm-hmm. So this album is not going to sort of challenge that. But okay. what I've what I've understood of Kendrick is that he's building a legacy. He's not necessarily you know creating projects. You know, uh, creating products he's really building his legacy and in that sense you should really listen to all of his albums as a continuum instead of you know separate you know entity okay so for me it's just another piece of the puzzle to uh you know kendrick as an artist mm-hmm. okay right, well, does that make I'm, sense I'm, or uh, <laughs> yeah no it does actually it does it does yeah i'm actually you now i'm i'm, I'm e- eagerly uh waiting now for that uh episode and listeners i hope you will be too. And I, I i listen uh what I would, what I would really recommend, and I did that uh, before listening to Damn the first time, was listen to all of his previous albums first. Mm. Um, I skipped over the dedicated, but I, I listened to Section <laughs> Eighty, uh, Good Kid, Mad City, and To Pimp a Butterfly front to back, and that really helped sort of uh, placing this album, you know, positioning this album. Okay, okay. So I should do that then, because because this album, I'm I'm liking it. But it's not. It it just didn't grab me like to pimp a butterfly. To pimp yeah. a butterfly just grabbed me. Yeah, and that and uh, what I will say about to pimp a butterfly is that it's uh, as as an entity. If you were to look at it as an entity, it's the it definitely superior. That that mm-hmm. for me without question. But I don't think we this album falls. Um, or should should be digested the same way, really. Okay, but but uh, but the thing is that can can this guy really continue to do such good work? Really, I mean, he's twenty nine, yeah, and he's made oh, f- he's he's made four, well, at least four good albums to date. Yeah, of which now three can be considered classics. Right. Yeah. True. True. I just I honestly thought this one was gonna it is good. I thought it was gonna be worse because I'm like, okay, there's no way he's gonna be you know knocking it off. I, I was sure I, w- I was sure that was was going to be different, which. It, is yeah yeah true yeah all right cool um sorry what are you consuming i've started i've watched the first episode of 13 what 13 reasons why or yeah really oh yeah I, I try to get into it i said and well i looked at the list of episodes like i'm not gonna do this ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a it's it's uh yeah i mean listeners brace yourself that show is heavy it's it's a necessary it, it's a it's a, it's, if you have kids, doesn't matter if boys or girls, if you have kids, you should watch it. Yeah. Okay. Right? I mean, because it's, it's just one of these shows that, that prepares you for the world we live in and that kids, you know, kids, come I mean, come on, we were all kids. We all know how to sneak around and do stuff and then stuff happens. You know what I mean? So just if you're a parent, watch it. Mm-hmm. It's hard, like I said. Yeah, last it's, it's, it, it also sort of supports my point of being aware of, of your environment. No. Yes. Uh, I think. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, it it reminded me of of uh, sort of the experience I had with uh, you know losing a friend to suicide. Uh, right. And I think shows you what can be done differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's and and that might be its biggest flaw that for that show it's it, it it's really all about its message right and right. It can be can be you know come across come across a bit preachy. It's like a battering ram just ramming your head over and over. And it depends on how sensitive you are of course to the, this sort of subject matter. I I'm am. extremely sensitive. I am. Yeah. <laughs> so I've only started watching uh, it's interesting. I um I wonder where it's going to go. That's, oh gosh. Especially like where it's going to go in season 2. No, there can't be a season 2 of this can there? I mean not well, if, if I'm correct, like I've only seen uh, the first episode, right? There are thirteen tapes, right? Right. 
and he's only there are 13 episodes and each episode right. has one side of the tape yeah side a side b yeah so he's only on the half no no there are 13 sides there are 30 there are 30 tapes oh, there are okay, 13, 13 sides 13 sides yeah yeah, yeah. No, i thought it, there were 13 tapes and so, so I, I, like, I think i think they're not if there's going to be a second season they're not going to continue on that sort of uh they can't they with can't. that sort of narrative there yeah. are some there are some things that they there are some uh what do you call it? Things left open. Yeah, but the thing is that this, this oh gosh, that that to reopen that wound to go and explore it again. What is well, it? Can't yeah, be that bad, guys. Like they, what, are, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it, so just and no spoilers. Just go. Just go watch it. Okay. And Such a time commitment, though. Yeah, if you have a, kids, it's, it's worth it. Okay. And if you have friends, it's worth it. Your person, I'll fit, into, it. I'll fit into my yeah. porn schedule. <laughs> yeah. And what? I've started watching uh, Prison Break. The new, uh, they, they they started again, right? Yeah, uh, the new season. I'm, I'm I was a little bit surprised at that. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> I, I saw all these commercials on the street, and I was like, I thought what? they were just re-airing everything, or what, what's yeah, happening? But ex- exactly, I was like. <laughs> For re-airing something, you're gonna pay all this money, really? But yeah, that's a new season. Mm. Interesting. I never got into that show, so I, I I'm don't very, know I'm very about. skeptical about. It. First season was good, I'll, man. You gotta watch. I was, watch re- I was really, I was really disappointed in them how 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 they left us. Twenty four. Oh, with the, oh with that show, okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know you were skeptical of twenty four as well, right? The reboot or whatever. Yeah, the reboot is okay. Yeah, you. Yeah, Tosh. weren't you weren't you into twenty four the original? Yeah, I was. I was. And did you start watching the the, the reboot thing? Or no, no, I did not. I'm, okay. I'm just not really interested in, in revisiting, and especially <laughs> not Kiefer Sutherland is is killing it on uh, on Designated Survivor. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I, I can't really take him seriously now as as Jack Bauer. <laughs> He's so much more sophisticated. I, He's so much more sophisticated in uh, in Destiny's Fiber. Oh yeah, okay, okay. But I, I I tried to watch Twenty Four. Remember when you guys told me about it when I was there in Amsterdam? Yeah, it gave when, you uh, gave you anxiety, right? <laughs> Extreme. In- I've never had a show give me so much anxiety. Really, I mean, like to the point where where I felt like I was underwater sometimes. I'm like, I I just I couldn't watch that show. That's the thing that they did very well. You know, the, you know. The high the octane, pace. the pace, yeah. the octane. Yeah. Like. But it's it's like, you know, it's like it's like some some shows, you know, where you have strobes, you have to give a seizure warning. You got to give a warning for <laughs> shows like that, man. You can't just. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a warning. Act of Valor. It's it like that? It's going to give you anxiety. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because the thing is, I I, I watched it in a sneak preview. Mm-hmm. Man, I was um edge of my seat the whole time like really mm-hmm. feeling like the adrenaline rushing then i'll pass <laughs> no it's good no but i listen man i'm a, I, I i i don't know if listeners perhaps you haven't realized yet but i'm an extremely extremely sensitive being yeah. and stuff like that gets me uh, uh yeah it gets to me quicker than perhaps i should have you been watching anything interesting? Me? Uh, no, I haven't really been watching anything. Uh, I've had this uh, podcast episode of uh, Prince Harry on that podcast on replay. So that was really kind of what I've been doing and, and listening to uh, John Mayer and uh, the Kendrick, um, you know, the Kendrick album. So, yeah, that's that's really all I've been consuming. Um, I've, I'm actually thinking about picking up a book in audio form to to you know to uh listen to so i don't know if you guys have any suggestions for me but uh yeah mm, no. oh you know the only thing i've have been doing i've been doing my photography and i'm actually painting have you know i haven't done painting in a while uh, probably pff, past two years but i'm actually painting another 
piece of work for for Tanil, uh, Dick and I's sister. She uh, requested another. Uh, well, what do I do? Elephant paintings, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So she requested another elephant painting. Uh, that oh. that is what I've been uh, messing with. Well, actually, you asked for a book of fights, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's an audio book about it, but uh-huh. in, you know, in theme of this episode, um, the artist Jewel. I gotta look up the name, but the artist Jewel. She has recently put out a book. That has, Jewel? Yeah, Jewel. The, the country mm. the country singer, right? Yeah. And the thing is, she had her trials and tribulations in life, you know. She was homeless and stuff like that, you know. Mm. And she has put out a book with, you know, how she kind of managed to create a happy life for herself, right? And, like, mindfulness tools she created for herself to deal with anxiety and stuff like that. You know, so okay. that might be an interesting yeah thing. um and maybe also for the viewers is it know. called never broken or yeah exactly never broken okay never broken yeah so okay. also for our listeners never broken because i've i've uh watched her on the ask gary v show mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i know but the thing is people who know who gary v is you know he he likes to interrupt people Right, mm-hmm. but on this episode, like he was more silent than normal, and the stuff Jewel said, you know, they grasped me. Like I was like really interested in it, so and I really want to read that book. You know, so, mm, okay. And I'm not a looks like it's getting good reviews online. You know, so maybe there's an audio book of it. I don't know about that, but okay, yeah, I'll uh, I'll check it out. Never yeah. broken by Jewel. Yeah. Also, a tip for our listeners. Yeah. And and there's a nice horse on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with that. All right, cool. So we've all uh, expressed what we've been consuming, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, shall we, shall we wrap this puppy up? Yes, we shall. All right, let's wrap it up everyone. throwing water. <laughs> let's go, come in for a hug, guys. And you listeners, come in for a hug, please. <clears throat> I'm about to get a mouth hug from my girlfriend. <laughs> all right. Well, I love you guys. I love you too. I'm Clay. I'm Ty. I'm Tosh. And I'm Dick. And where shall we find you, Ty? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, TY09. Okay, cool. Tosh? Tosh Pollock on Twitter. And the website is still... Well, I'm not going to say the W now. <laughs> <laughs> Toshiropollock.com. <laughs> Dick? Um, on Twitter, Dick underscore daily. I'm not very active there, but if you say something to me, I can say something back. That's That's fine. Cool. Alrighty. And I'm uh, CW Daily everywhere that matters. Ciao. Later. Peace. Uh, I'm going to say something before I forget. Okay. The, the only thing I want to try to avoid in, in, in when we talk about our sh- in our shows, because yeah. it happened today, is is trying to compare men to women. I don't, okay. want, I don't like when we do that because it's, it's, yeah. it's shaky ground. And sometimes you say something. The thing is, you know, when you say something that offends somebody and you're like, you don't even know where it came from, the yeah. offense, and you're like, you can't explain it away. They just have their opinion of you. Right. That's why I was kind of quiet during that, that portion. I think we were talking about in the beginning when, like, men express themselves better than women. And, you know, I was like, mm, I don't Yeah, yeah. I, I, mm. I, see, I see what you mean. I, I know it's, yeah. I, I know that generalities and stereotypes are, are true, are there for a reason. Yeah. But, but I was cringe to see where it might end up. Right. That's, that's the only thing. You're still recording, right, Dick? Yeah. Okay, good. That's gonna, yeah, this is going to go in the show. Yeah, that, that'll you, be our rebuttal. <laughs> <to> yeah. <my. laughs>
No, but I agree. It was it was it was a generalization. I said it. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was a generalization. Uh, but just, just something I I I have sort of experience, whether it's valid or not. I've experienced myself, you know, comparing the the women in my life to the men in my life. Right. Yeah, I, I think it's it's probably true. Um, but what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, I, I it's just once it rubs somebody the wrong way, there's no explaining it away. Like you, no matter what you, how you try to defend it, right. they're going to think of you that way. Like, yo, you're such, you know, you're, you ha- yeah. this is the kind of person you are. Right. Well, if, some, if somebody wants to open a discussion with me, I'm always, I'm always welcome to do that. Right. That's very true. Mm. Me too. Alrighty. Very good. I, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, happy with how to turn out, Clay? Everything. Was that? Happy how to turn out, Clay? Yeah, actually, I, I, I actually am. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually happy we, uh, we had the discussion. I, I, you know, I like it when we have discussions based on something that happened like IRL and then we come and have a discussion about it here. You know, like mm. the previous episodes that we had, you know, when the, Ashley came on or whatever so, as well. So as nervous as I am and as wet as I am right now, I, I still enjoy it. So better grab a shower before going to work. <laughs> oh yeah, well I'm actually going to the gym now, and then I'll go to get. I'm gonna have to meet Tanil for lunch. We're gonna go have a little powwow, and then I'm gonna go to work. <laughs> All right, guys. Love uh, you guys. Ciao. Love you guys, man. Love you. Holla. Right, love, love you too. Bye. Ciao. Oh. Return to your regular scheduled programming.